We sitting here, I supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We ain't talking about the game. What are we talking about? We're talking about practice, man. Knocked away by Cheeks and a steal. Cheeks will use up the clock. y'all uptown tone back with another episode of the 444 podcast i believe this is episode nine sitting here with my brother press coast from the left coast Gizzo, back from the Gizzo. left coast you that's like know. A, uh that just gotta go on the like probably like me too you know what i'm saying when i be turning in when i be saying i'm baytone or whatever or lake merit who was somebody called me lake maritone but it's just on the resume now you no longer actively press coast from the left coast but you always are going to be press coast from the left coast you know facts facts you already know <laughs> coming in from the left coast you know what i'm saying so how you feeling bro i'm good man you already know another day another dollar yeah i'm saying heavy in tune with the sports world on my nfl draft you know looking at the draft stock seeing what's moving and shaking across the whole league right right in tune with the playoff standings and everything like that and then you know keeping a little fake eye on baseball for my little bets you know a saying? fake eye. Keeping a fake eye on baseball just for the bet rights. So what you doing? Uh, the, you ain't doing uh, uh, the parlay ticket still? Yeah, the parlay Jones on FanDuel. I'll just be including the baseball teams in there. I don't really be doing the the same ticket, you know, game parlays for the baseball. I'll just be doing, the, uh, you know, over-unders or betting the spreads of the money lines. That's what I was going to say. I know the incentive, the little, the end game shit probably changed from baseball. To yeah, the- yeah, I'm not that into them. I ain't that into <laughs> I'm just keeping it. You ain't betting on doubles and singles, somebody going for the cycle. You just, just scores only, huh? I'm only betting on over-unders. Right. And sometimes I'll be waiting till the game start. Well, how you feel, though? Sound like you feel good, man. You out here. Yeah, yeah, I'm chilling, man. Fresh off a bike ride. Yeah, I feel you, you know man. What I'm saying? Getting Sunday active. cardio. Yeah, getting active on the bike ride. That's the only thing I've been doing on the uh, cardio. Not the I ain't been hooping or nothing like that. Yeah, I'm fresh off of watching K get his cardio. Yeah, <laughs> sure, I'm sure that can be enough for you. Right. Now I guys, I gotta start doing more getting active, especially since I'm a I'm I've been active and athletic my whole life except right. for like these last. Well, you know, I feel like I've been using it as an excuse, but it's. It's been years now, but you know, since I had my basketball injuries before that, I was playing basketball regularly with right, injuries, yeah, you know that was saying? true. So, yeah. Injuries will do it though, yeah. injuries will make you fall back because nobody will be growing to injure that shit. Yeah, it's being 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 injured at work on a Monday is fucking terrible, it's though. It's always on a weekend when you get injured and shit, like, yeah, you yeah. Know what I'm saying, like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Shit, I, I got injured on a weekday, that shit was ass, right? Right, just being hobbled, yeah, but I'm feeling good, man. Um. Springtime, the, the weather is starting to peak. Starting to, yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got a couple vacations lined up, man. That's what's I'm trying up. to line some up, man, trying to get the fam out here. Same, same. Going to go brave the brave the COVID. Um, 
atmosphere around the world, but it is what it is, man. You know how we do. Yeah, you gotta do your best. Try to be safe. Yeah, y'all check in next Monday for the for the COVID update. We here to talk sports today. Yes, sir. <laughs> but yeah, man, we are gonna get right into it. Uh, uh, it's 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 high times in the NBA right now, man. You coming yeah. down to the wire? Um, I believe we are sub twenty games. I talked yeah. with my man Mike last week. Oh yeah, make sure y'all go to the IG. Go to uh, Uptown Tone IG. On my um, IGTV, episode eight is up there. You know what I mean? I was trying something different. Wanted to see if I can get a little live audience, which we did. It's got like 200 views. We had uh, 72 people that was in and out of the room that night. So it was pretty, I, I like that. I like the, uh, the, uh, the live, the IG live. So yeah, episode eight is on IG live. It's going to live there. It's going to stay there. And then we write back to it on Anchor um, and YouTube with these uh, with this one right here. So, um, But yeah, man, without further ado, uh, like I'm saying, uh, I think we're under 20 games now. I think uh, most teams are under 20 games. They're right around that 18, 19 game mark. Um, and we're coming down home stretch, man. We got playoff picture to look at. Um, there are some significant injuries. Uh, players continue to get settled in, in their new homes, and their new rotations. Uh, a lot going on in the NBA, man, and we're here to break it all down today, starting with you-know-who and you-know-what. That's the Sixers who are at, at, back at full strength for, I think, week two now. I think we are. Um, yeah, but yeah, man. Um, I like the way we look, man. It's not it's not coming as easy as you know we would like as fans. We're not blowing everybody out, but I am seeing a lot of character gains, a lot of character getting built. I'm seeing a lot of different players step up. Um, we want to give Barcia King his flowers, or at least I do right now at this time, uh, because he made a tweet in the off season. Yeah, he did. He made a tweet in the off season that he was very very excited um, after our um, acquisitions when we got you know the Steph Curry's of the world uh, uh, and all of those guys. Um, he was very excited to see how Shake Milton and Furkan Korkmaz would play with those guys in the rotation. And me, just being the heckler I am and the know-it-all that I am, you know what I mean? Same. Ridiculed him for it. I agree with him on the shake. Um, but I, Furkan, like I said, was just somebody who I wasn't high on. I have, I've never really been high on. He's making me eat my words lately. But, um... I like Furkan a little bit. Like, he play a, he, he play a good role mm -hmm. to the point... Basir said that, you know, Shake and Furcon gonna come up big. Something he said or gonna be pivotal, major. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. These is not names that I'm about right, to name. Right, right. And it's like, you know, coming down the stretch with injuries and COVID, people missing games, they're getting a lot of reps, they're getting a lot of time. And yeah. in my opinion, I think it's definitely like the tweet's half right in the sense that it's, it, a lot of times it'd be either or. Right. Like, a lot of times it'd be one of them had a good game, right. not both of them right. had a good game. Right, And you never could, you know, Doc is the only person that can pinpoint that. Right. So, you know, for me, that's what that's why I'm like, all right, that's cool. That's cool. So, you know, just looking at it right now in this very moment, it's like Doc trying to figure out who's going to make these playoff minutes and shit getting a lot of minutes. <clears throat> and uh, what's his face? Uh, Furkan getting a lot of minutes too, but – it's, you know, like I said, it's either or, either or. And they both coming up big when they get their numbers called, if you want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when I look at uh, Furkan, I like him a little bit more right now just because he is uh, – when he not the best player on the court, he he changed the game. Like, when he – Clearly not the best player on the court. It's like, damn, you got to watch for the nigga that's doing his job. You got to watch out for the nigga that's, you know what I'm saying? I like him to hit it. If he wide open, I like him to make it. Like, I like him to make it. And he's, he's definitely got you on that side of the dial now. Like, if, 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 if a true percentage 
of a jump shot, barring whatever the NBA tells you these guys shoot. Right. If a true percentage of a jump shot is 50-50, either you're going to make it or miss, Furkan has pushed you on the – like, when he when it goes up, you you feel like it's going to go in. Yeah, especially if you like, wide open, man. None of the Jones that you be like – make a team great is when you got certain niggas on the team where it's like when they wide open they definitely hitting this three like they definitely making you pay for leaving that person wide open yeah and another thing i was going to say that i like about furcon too um is that i've seen him do it in a lot of different ways furcon is becoming or he's trying to say put some respect on his defensive name you know what i'm saying he had a five steal game he followed that up with like a two stealer he tried he's in yeah he's in the passing lanes he trying to put up some points or he trying to put up some moves on the defensive end and he'd been putting up some points to be honest too like he'd been having these you know four three games five threes games yes he has and them jones matter in the long run in my opinion like those is gonna get your number called those is gonna be pivotal threes especially when you start talking playoff basketball right especially when we start lining people up and we start doing the matchups like when you take the two stars and you say all right if these two have if these two are who they are going to be then they're going to keep the game close when you go down the next two people do it the next two people do it if you can have kind of guys on your team that are unforeseen that'll produce that the other team can't match, that's where you'll get your edge. That's where you'll have more points than them. You know what I'm saying? They're not I, – I don't, I, don't, I don't know a lot of coaches, I don't know if any, are out here game, game planning for a Furcon court miss. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't game plan for that guy, right. you look up in the box score at the end of the game and you say, well, where, where did it go wrong for us? And you see Furcon court miss with 20 points, four threes, five steals. It's like, damn. You know what I'm saying? You can use that in the fucking playoffs. I'm not – now, I'm not saying – I don't want to even jinx him in, in, or, or or be that negative. I don't think he'll have a game like that in the playoffs, but just the simple fact that he's giving you that kind of production on the NBA level means that you can expect something from him. You know what I'm saying? Like, So, definitely kudos to Court Myers. Kudos to Shake Milton, who I think is going to be uh, even better when George Hill comes in. And That's what I was rotation. about to segue yep. to. Yeah, Shake is definitely going to uh, look way better once George Hill is able to, you know, actually run the offense and shake and just focus on scoring. Yeah. Like, when you need shake to run the offense and be shake Milton and get buckets, I think that's a little bit you asking too much. But if you asking George Hill to run the offense and shake just to get to a bucket, then, it's, you know, that's that can be devastating in my opinion. So yeah. it's going to be real, real interesting to see. And that can be and that can have lineups, you know what I'm saying, with Ben on the court with, them, with, with both of them. Like, that's a lineup that, you know what I'm saying, I, I can see doing a lot on the defensive end and getting out in transition. Right. And, you know, just hitting the three ball. And we have definitely become that team where I feel like full strength, we we go the, – the game goes through Joe, full strength. Our second – you know, Tobias is our second person that can get to a bucket on his own or he can get to a bucket within the offense. Like, there's offensive sets you can run where – Tobias is super comfortable and can get to a bucket. And then we in the three game with Seth Curry, Danny Green, Shake Milton, Furcon, Mike Scott. Like, we got, you know what I'm saying? We got shooters that's coming in the game ready to be locked and loaded. So it's a fact. It's a, it's a miss and make league. And if we making a lot of, you know, good open threes in the half court coming to playoffs, we're going to be super hard to beat. You can double Joe, and he passing out of the joint real, real nicely. Last few games, like he finding the open shooter, we making the he getting the hockey assists. So it's you know I'm real optimistic on what we can do at full strength. Yeah, yo, and not only that, but um, as I'm seeing things shape up, I'm starting to see why uh, 
we shied not shied away but uh, outside of the obvious reasons um between which is the um the difficulty it was to attain them but away from the zach levines and the bradley bills of the world and while we were looking at the kyle lowry's and the george hills because to have a point guard um i'm just thinking just like you said these are these are the number one thing is you want a playmaker out there when so ben can get a rest that's number one we need a we need a primary playmaker when ben gets a rest i think you need more somebody to run the team so ben can get a rest right and then uh you right right my bad uh run the team so ben can get a rest not a primary playmaker run the team so ben can get a rest and then number two you want somebody who, like, I'm just thinking over here, imagining in my head, imagine Ben just him being the point guard just to initiate the offense with a George Hill in the game. And then after after Ben's first pass, he changed his position within the play. You right. know what I'm saying? When it come back around, even when the play break down, George Hill need to be the one going to get that to run the secondary or whatever it is. And then that way, Ben is way more dangerous flying in for offensive rebounds, cutting and slashing the lane for uh, – for, uh, for uh, passes, you know what I mean, and uh, shit like that, backdoor oop, shit like that. That's where he becomes dangerous. He don't have to run from the baseline, from the wing, from the corner, all the way back up to the ball to to start the offense. Yeah, people have been making me mad lately just, you know, listening on the radio and how they really trying to make it be like if the Sixers don't win, it's going to be because Ben Simmons wasn't the scorer or is not scoring. And it's like you got to understand, like, the management – understands the, the roster and understands people's roles and Ben not being the scorer is not the most important thing. And they built a team that can basically live off of that. They built a team that can live with him being super duper dynamic and transition, right. a team that can live with him creating the most open threes for any team since he's been in the league. They can live with that. Those are the things that matter. And if he is going to be, a defensive hound and, you know, sneak defensive player of the year and really just be, you know, causing havoc on the defensive end and making life difficult for, for whoever's best, you know, player is in game in and game out, especially coming in the playoffs. Like, if we start to see some of these niggas, like, if we play the Celtics and Jason Tatum have a tough series, if we play the Knicks and for whatever reason we sweep these niggas because Julius Randle – wasn't able to get the team rolling the way he normally gets the team rolling, then all of that shit going to matter. Like, it's going to be because Ben Simmons was Ben Simmons. And, you know what I'm saying, if, you know, Tobias Harris can either score 15 or he can score 23, it don't matter as long as we get the dub. And that's the thing about our roster is, like, you know what I'm saying, Seth Curry might have had a game where he scores 17. He might have had a game where he don't score. Yeah. But it's like we gonna win. Furcon might have had a game where he scored a dub. He might have had a game where he don't score. Like, but we still get that win. Like, and that's the reason why I think, you know, just full strength, fully healthy. We got a lot of buttons that we can push. George Hill only gonna make us a little bit more dangerous and a little bit more things that Doc can do. And, you know, even if we wanna segue it right into playing against the Nets, we beat the Nets. That's what I was gonna say. You know what I'm saying they didn't have KD, they didn't have Harden, they didn't have Blake, mm-hmm. and uh, I believe they did have Lamarcus Aldridge before he uh, didn't he play that game. I'm not sure. I feel he like he have. played like the first half or something. He like might that. have. He might have. But I know, yeah, I, think, I definitely think that was before the. Uh, that was before he announced though. The news of his retirement. So yeah, Lamarcus Aldridge he retired, so they lost him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying he played. You know, picked the health over basketball, which is the smart move. A regular. For sure. uh, he went for a uh, heart monitoring and found a regular heartbeat. 
There's no. Well, they said he been was playing with it, but it wasn't yeah. something that was you know for him to. It wasn't irregular, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean, season to season, but now it's it's, it's you know playing yeah. a role. So he's getting older, getting older. So yeah, so the Nets, you know, we beat them without KD, without Harden, without Blake, and at the end of the day, like they made it that they. They bench team made it interesting, but that was after the game was like over. Yeah, and you could tell Doc just was like, "Yo, we do need to get this win." At that like, point, it wasn't much of us playing as as much as it was us just keeping control. Right, we just wanted to get off the court. Exactly. Like, yeah, you know I'm saying like you can look at it like the Nets came back, or you can look at it like the game just had an additional eight minutes yeah. that it didn't really need. It didn't re- yeah. Like at the end of the day, we was up 23, 25 with eight minutes left. Yeah, the Jones game was in hand. Like yeah, I was, was scoring, I was shooting, I was rebounding. It, it was, was a game. It was a game we dom- we dominated from beginning to end. Like JoJo had thirty six after the third quarter. Like yeah. it was like this is enough. Yeah. Like we we up twenty five. You want me to keep my man with thirty six in on, in this jaw? Like so they ended up coming back against the you know second unit. We had to play the first unit just to close out. But you know it is what it is. Doc understanding that. He need to get to the first seed. That first seed mean a lot to us. It means a whole lot. The Nets, if they want to go through the the Milwaukee and then have to play us, so be it. If that's what they want to do, so be it. And fuck what they want to do. That's what we're going to make them do. Because just the way that we're playing, the whole attitude that we have towards the game, um, it's very refreshing, man. It's very refreshing. Uh, four, 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 season one. This time last year, we weren't this excited. And then the year before that, in twenty eighteen, we were halfway there. We knew we had the talent. We knew we could turn it on, but we didn't know if we were going to turn it on. Right now, the switch is on. It's been on. It's it's you know what I mean. It's it's on auto. It's on. It's, you mean you can? It's a sensor light. You walk in the room. As soon as we walk in the room, it's already on. You ain't even got to touch it no more. And I like that feeling. I like the feeling that my team is not the team like, that's out there bullshitting. Go ahead, baby. Like, I don't think Brooklyn understand what's, what's going down. Like, I'm just looking at the standings. I know they switching it up. But as it stands right now, Brooklyn would have to, like, I don't, like I said, I don't know how the switch ups, what that really is going to mean. But if I... Let's presume that seven and eight win wins I'm there. To, I'm about to tell you. So go ahead. Finish with. Let's you presume that seven and eight beat nine and ten. So it don't like the play and shit don't even matter because seven and eight still is about to be in there. Right. Brooklyn going to have to play Miami. Brooklyn just lost to Miami today. Like we just watched Bam hit the game winner on on my on Brooklyn. Hell of a shot. Hell, Hell of, of a shot. shot. Both teams is is not full strength. So you got to presume that when we get to the playoffs, either both teams going to be full strength or both teams won't be full strength. So it's going to be who you got is who you got. And Brooklyn got to play Miami in the first round is not what they looking for. Yeah. All right, but so before you get into that, let me just for the listeners out there who don't know or may have, you know what I mean, been halfway watching basketball last year, there is a play-in now in the, in the NBA. The top 10 teams in each conference make the quote-unquote playoffs. Seven through ten plays in a playoff, all right? So the seventh highest winning percentage in each conference will host the team with the eighth highest winning percentage in the play-in game. The winner of the seven-eight game uh, in each conference will earn the seventh seed. Like, so that is the game for the seventh seed. The winner of that game is the seventh seed, all right? Then you got uh, uh, the winners of the play-in tournament. Will, oh, no, it's uh, what is it? Ten, nine plays ten. And the winner of that game plays the loser 
of the, the eight, the seven eight game for the AFC. <clears throat> Got it. And okay. that's how, and that's how you get the eight, seven and eight. Got it. So, so seven and eight play for the outright seven spot. Right now, Charlotte and Miami. I like right. Miami getting and Charlotte the fuck out of here. And that's why I wanted here. to explain that because I think that'll make this conversation that we're about to have when we get into these. Because you already got the standings up. Now I want you to get into what you're saying. Looking at the standings, <laughs> I don't care who Miami playing. If Miami's sitting at that seven, they mess around and get to the six mm-hmm. because I do believe they can get to the six. But. It's in Brooklyn favor for Miami to get to the six if we keep it in the being. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn don't want New York to hold that six. Right. I like New York to hold the six. Uh, top, I've been saying that. Top, top five defensive team in the league. I've been saying that from the beginning that when we, like, you know what I'm saying, when we're not, when, you know I'm saying, Joe Budden and them was going crazy when the Knicks, you know, doing good. They talked to Julius Randle every, like, once a, you know, once a month in that joint, it seemed like. Right. And Julius just be keeping them real humble. And I just, you know, I told OGEs, I'm like, the Knicks for real. Like, they, Tom Thibodeau got them playing for real. He uh, he figured out a way to make Julius Randle be the Julius Randle he was supposed to be. Like, you know what I'm saying? Jokingly, you look back at all of these young boys that had crazy high school highlights. You know what I'm saying? Jabari Parker just got picked up by the Celtics. And mm. Andrew Wiggins and, you know, Zach Levine and even Austin Rivers. They all had these high, crazy high school highlights. Julius Randle, Nerlens, and then they go to Kentucky, and then they get to the league, and it's like only a few of them is able to really unlock that potential. And it's like Julius finally playing the same style of basketball he was playing when yeah. we was watching them highlights. And yep. it's like he just the bulldog, and he hitting the jumper. The left hand is rolling. You, you know I was watching the game that they was playing the other day. They just yeah. beat the Pelicans today. I was watching the game the other game. He got the ball at the end of the game, and it was like he was able to break somebody down, get across half, and they fouled him. He stepped to the line, made both free throws, and it was just like. I was sitting right here next to you watching that game, and because um, we were supposed to record Friday. <laughs> right. That was some subtle shit. Like, right. it wasn't a crazy play. Now, I'm just talking to him just being, like, in full control. And the whole fourth quarter, he was the initiator of the offense. He was the one that was running the offense. They they Derrick Rose was looking for him before on the other do. side of half court. And yeah. Derrick Rose know how to run the team for Tibbs, and he going to make it run that way. They going to get they, – they just beat the Pelicans today. Like I said, if you ask me, I like only team that can falter, and they might not, is Atlanta. Because Atlanta's sitting at the four, but basically Atlanta, Boston, New York all got the same record. So Atlanta holding that four, and you know it's going to come down to tiebreakers and games. If it was a team that could slip, I would call Atlanta slipping down to open up that door for Miami. Not Boston, not New York. So right now Atlanta's at four. Yeah. Right, because they played earlier and won. Yeah, like. yeah. So Atlanta holding the four, and that's it's, it's right now. It's still 15, 16 games left. Right now, shout out to shout out to Derek He gave me the stats, but uh, like I said, we done had some games since then, so I know some uh, positions because right here on his list, uh, Atlanta is fifth, and the Celtics is fourth. So yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Celtics and Atlanta, they they swapping back and forth. Exactly. You know, that's the fourth. I can see that being the four or five, unless New York changes that narrative and out and takes Atlanta. Because their records is basically the same. Like, it's one game. It's a half a game back. So, New York, they serious. I think they 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 hold strong. So, then, I mean, like I said, unless Miami can sneak up to that six, if Miami hold the seven, I said all of that to say, if Miami hold the seven, Brooklyn in fucking trouble. That was really what I said all of that to say. It don't matter who roll out at that eighth. 
if it's not Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? If 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 the eighth come to be Charlotte, if the eighth come to be Chicago, if the eighth come to be Indiana, if 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 Washington thinks in God's green earth they're gonna slip into a playing game, it don't fucking matter. Yeah, cause Miami with well, I guess I don't want to say that because uh, I don't want to take anything away from Tyler Hero and uh, Duncan Robinson, and especially not Bam Adebayo. But with both teams not at full strength, but with seemingly the Nets having a star there today and in the close game with things that we saw, uh, one thing in particular was uh, it just was it was a close game for those who didn't see it. It was a close game going down. Uh, score was 107-105. Uh, actually, Nets had the ball. It was 49 seconds left. I remember because Preston said this exactly when he when he was when we was watching it. Shit, it was before 49 seconds left. It was, it was, it was 49. No, you said it was 49 was, seconds left. We need a dagger. That was your exact. That was your exact comment. Well, no, I mean, I, I feel you. I just wanted to take it a few plays. Okay, back. I don't set it want up. to your story. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Set it up. So it was probably you know I think when I walked in and really tuned into the game in the fourth quarter, it was you know Miami was up about six. Mm-hmm. With you know about three to three three and a half to go something like that, and you know it was no no hard and uh, KD had got hurt no uh, Jimmy Butler at this point I don't think it was no more subs and uh, what's the face was working Kyrie was working to get shots for some threes for other people but long story short boom ended up getting a three for uh, Joe Harris boom ended up getting a three for. Uh, 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 somebody else got a three. It wasn't Joe Harris. Uh, Shamit. Yeah, Shamit. Shamit had a good game. Yeah, Shamit had 30. Kyrie broke somebody off the dribble. Boom, got the open three for Shamit. So, boom. Then I feel like it was like a tie game where they was down. They was down two. Or it was a tie game, one of the two. And then I think this is around when your story was about to pick up. Because Kyrie then didn't want, you know, he danced and danced. Missed the shot. Then he got the came down again. He danced, he danced, missed a shot. And that was when I think they was down too, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when your story picked up because he had just missed a shot. And then Yeah. So then Kyrie has the ball. Um like you said, they no, they was they was up too. That's what I'm saying. Oh, they, yeah, yeah. They, they was up because oh yeah, you're right. My fault. They they went up too. They went up to after the They was the, the ones up one oh seven, one oh five. Right. They went up to after the Shaman hit after the Shaman three. Right. So it was one day up one oh seven, one oh five with uh with the ball, um and, and attacking. Kyrie has the ball, does a step back, pump fakes on Andre Igadala, step backs on Andre Igadala first, creates space, pump fakes, Andre Igadala goes for the pump fake, goes by him. Um I don't know how exactly how many. I know it was it was I know it was double digits on the, on the shot clock, but he uh, it wasn't he wasn't it wasn't that he was clean. Andre Andre Godala was right next to him, uh, and instead of probably looking or trying to get a better shot, maybe setting it out, resetting it, getting it back, shooting a better shot, he just lets the shot go. A three falls short. Um, the Heat get the ball, they push down, they score, they tie the game up, one hundred seven, one hundred seven. Then the Heat, I mean, then the Nets come back down again. And I feel like Kyrie Irving took that shot too. I think he took. I think he takes another shot. He misses another shot. Yeah. He get the ball, call timeout, and then that's when they call up. They draw up their play for the last uh, for the last shot, uh, which uh, Preston aforementioned. Bam Adebayo gets the ball on the left side wing. We're probably like ten seconds left. Let's the clock go all the way down to four. Makes a drive directly at uh, Jeff Green to the uh, to the block. Steps back, strong shot, jump shot right over him. Bucket. 
game time. Yeah. And I mean, just that whole sequence, it was just, for me, it was just watching how the Nets, who was down, they was able to, you know, do some net shit. Like, we the best scoring team in the league. Get some wide open threes on some team ball shit. But, you know, when the game came down to it, I seen, we seen, we sat here and watched Kyrie miss three straight possessions. Mm-hmm. Like, we just, we just watched him miss a shot, three straight possessions. And, his team ended up losing. Like yeah, in the midst of him, in the midst of him missing those shots down the stretch, his team wasn't involved in the in those shots in those plays, and I think that that was major. But them Jones all look good though. Like y'all, right. they he danced, he he, caught, he Uncle Drew but, all of them. But Jones. even if but it's, but they were all him coming down with the ball and nobody else touching. Like they weren't even him getting it off of a screen, popping out, then getting it. Then it was all just Kyrie work, and I think that that decision making will come back to haunt you. That decision-making uh, like that will kill you. I think that changes when James Harden plays. It but, does. It does. But I've also seen a James Harden-led offense go cold. So it's like what makes me believe that now that James Harden and Kyrie on the court together, that something's going to change. And not only that, like you already said, and for those of y'all also who don't know, Kevin Durant is re-injured. He has a thigh contusion. He left the game early today, so – I expect Kevin Durant to be in and out the playoffs. I expect him to struggle. Injuries don't get better. I expect him to be in and out of the playoffs. Like, he will play a game. Maybe he won't. Then maybe he will. Then maybe they be like, he got to shut it down. Then maybe they don't say that. Maybe he does something in a game when he's trying to play and then forced to sit down unequivocally. So, I think Kevin Durant will be in and out of the playoffs. And my longest spiel before this – Miami, Brooklyn, I'm going to bet Brooklyn. I'm going to bet Miami every game in that series uh, just because I think that when they come down to it, Miami, they're not no bitches. And I think that's the type of team that Brooklyn can't play in the first round. You can't play a team that's not bitches in the first round. Like Miami need uh, – Brooklyn need to play some, some – some team, a team that's scared of them. A like, tune-up, so to speak. Yeah, they need a team that's like, oh, man, we got to play Miami in the round. We got to play Brooklyn in the round one. They about to score 140 on this. We not going to be able to – You need a team, they need to play a team like that, not a team that's going to come in and say, oh, y'all think y'all can score? Well, we think we can lock y'all up. Right. And we're going to hit threes. On, and we're going to be bombing <laughs> on y'all. Right, 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 right. Like, and not only can we lock y'all, we're going to be bombing on y'all. Like my man, like Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, nothing is gonna be bombing on y'all. Don't let Oladipo be healthy. Right. Like they can beat them without Oladipo, in my opinion. So how do you feel about the playing games then? Who do you who do you like in these playing games? Who do you like who do you like to round it out in the East? I like the in the in the East. Yeah, since we talking East, we ain't go to the West. Yet. We talking East. In the East, I like it to stay the same. I mean, the guy right now is Miami at seven, Charlotte at eight. Like I need to see a little bit more. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, Toronto or Washington can make a play for that eighth eighth spot. I don't think that Chicago beats anybody in the playing game. I don't think that Indiana beats anybody in the playing game. I think if I don't know, was is Lamelo done done or is Lamelo? Lamelo's done done. He oh, shut down for the. Oh, season. he shut down. Yeah. Oh yeah. I still think Charlotte has been playing some good basketball, yeah, though. They have. They still got scary Gore Terry. They still Gore got Hayward still, Gore Hayward. He's healthy. Yeah. Miles Bridges been hanging. I think Gore Hayward just, just got injured. Um, 
Miles Bridges has been hanging niggas left and right. Yes, he has. I got a nice team over there. Yeah, I'm mad LaMelo hurt because I thought that LaMelo had a chance. He he was really unlocking their full potential. So He was, man. It's something to desire in the future. It's something to definitely look at over there in, in Charlotte. So unless Washington turns it around, Washington can Washington might could fire their coach and turn it around and, and get into the plan. Because that's the one team that when I look at them, I'm just baffled that they not that they're so bad. How many games do they have? Do they do they have? Are they out of position to do that? Versus how many games they have left? Uh, they have the same record as the number ten team. Oh, so they already there. They just yeah, they have the same record. So Toronto was one game is a half game behind, and Chicago and Washington have the same record. Right. So, Chicago and Washington, they in the same division, so that must mean Chicago winning that division. Right. So, yeah, I would like to see, you know, I would like to see, you know, how that shakes out. How does Chicago and Washington – oh, they're not in the same division. I would like to see how Chicago and Washington, you know, shake out. If Washington can get there, but Toronto is on their ass too, though. Yeah, um, I'm going to agree with you. I think that the Heat and the Hornets hold down the seven and eight spots. Um, I don't know how close the Heat are to the Knicks right now, but like from what I seen on Friday, the Knicks are balling. The Knicks are balling. The Hawks are going to be out of here in the first round. I feel like, regardless to who they play, but the the Hawks is the one team that you know they can go from four to the Hawks can go from four to playing fast. I think that's one point that I was making when I when we were talking about this on uh, the journal IG was that I, it's only like a game between four the fourth and the seventh spot or something. The like Hawks that. could go from four to play, and if Miami stays on the tear, and the Hawks kind of slip, you could kind of see a shuffling of the Boston, New York, Miami, and Atlanta. Right, but I like us to push through and hold down this first. This first seed, um, I haven't said my my pieces, but I'm loving what we how we playing. Um, everybody knows that. Uh, looking to see more. Definitely want to see George Hill in this rotation. But I like us to hold down number one going forward. I feel like JoJo was on the war path. I feel like like I was telling you when we was on the phone earlier this week. Um, he basically in these interviews, he telling people that he wants to be the MVP. He's deliberately playing like the MVP to get the MVP and get more. You know what I'm saying? We're seeing a different Joel. Um, the Ben Simmons that we saw play, and uh, shout out to 215 Mike because he don't let me off the hook with this one, but he he did say when everybody was high on Ben Simmons when he was having that real good stretch, he said, I'm having my eye on Ben because he might just be doing this just to make the All-Star game. And though his scoring and things of that nature did tell off, I'm like, and even his aggression, I, I would say, coming off the All-Star break, I think that Ben Simmons is picking it up. Um, the last couple of games I see him, he's picking it up. I think he's picking it up. Yeah, I think his aggression sure. – I think his aggression – has 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 slowly yeah slowly Got, started to pick gotten up. Got back to where we like it. It definitely dipped after All Star break. I think you know what I mean. Naturally, it's but a you know he have an issue. It's a grind. He having a family family, family yeah. situation going on right Absolutely. now. That's real. Like you know, what I'm saying I'm just gonna keep it a being like Kyrie having these phantom family issues that he need to miss time. Ben had Ben Simmons is having fucking media mainstream family issues that he's still pushing through playing every game. Ain't missed a game for none of that shit. Right. And it's like, that just go to, you know, you know, I'm speaking of character in my opinion. So it's like, no, I feel you. that nigga Ben, like, 
he pushing through and like the people on the radio be killing me. They like, and I don't want to hear blaming it. You know, his defense hasn't teetered off, but how come other things? Well, that's because white man, what you don't understand is <laughs> when I play this game of basketball, certain things I can do are super easy to me that I don't, if I'm not having a good game, if I'm not having a good day, these are just normal things, things that I just do. And that's play defense. Like I don't have to, like I just play defense. Like if I can't score, then I'm also gonna stop him from scoring. Like that's normal. Like I don't have to be focused. I don't have to be locked in to have a good game defensively. That's but I, do, I do need to be focused and locked in to be super aggressive in attack mode. I do need to be focused and locked in to make the conscious effort to start to shoot and become a scorer because that's not who I am. So when I got other things going on in my mind, yeah, those other things is gonna teeter off. But what's going to always be good is me stepping on the court, locking a nigga the fuck up, and being able to get my niggas threes. That's what I do. I can do that. What I, I can I can do that in a bad game. You know what that? What else looks like a bad game when I have eight turnovers? So don't tell me well everything else is well my nigga. I'm still playing bad, my nigga. I got right. seven turnovers. Don't you know what I'm saying? The only right. thing I can do is lock up right now, right? Because I'm not here. I'm not focused. So that's what I see from Ben. He not focusing a whole bunch of these games, and he is struggling with turning the ball over. He is struggling with being aggressive and scoring. He is, you know, in and out at the free throw line. But I can just lock up. I can just do that. I don't have to try and, hard. And create, and create threes at a high level for my teammates. I don't have to try hard to do that. That's at all. just me who I am when I step on the basketball court. Yeah, those things come very naturally to Ben, and I enjoy watching him do those things. Uh, so I'm very high on the Sixers. Um, Toby continues to get flowers from me. Toby continues to play consistent. Toby continues to rebound. Toby continues to play some defense. Toby continues to hit shots from his spots and just be an overall leader, man. Um a lot of people. Uh, I I seen Maxi. I seen a Maxi sighting this weekend, man. I mean this week. Uh, Maxi. Yeah. Maxi even had some good minutes. He loaded week. up a three on somebody the other <laughs> game. I ever, know that. Did he ever, man? So he loaded up a three and dropped that thing when they had yeah, from deep. I that was the good, Clippers. That was good to see. Just to see that the youngin is learning professional living, professionalism and just being ready to go whenever his number is called. I like to see that. You know what I mean? So. Definitely kudos to Maxi. Uh, I'm fucking with the team, man. Um, like us to hold down the number one spot. I like us to be seen in the Eastern Conference, and I have a strong, strong, strong hopes for us to be representing the Eastern Conference in the finals this year, uh, in 2021, man. So it's it's it's, it's going to be. We was talking about it's going to take luck and all of that. I don't think we need luck. We just need stars to be aligned, and I think yeah. that's going to start with the standings. And like I said, in my opinion. First thing first, staying healthy. Staying healthy. Then number one, we pull like a sh we get Charlotte. Like you know, what I'm saying you don't see Toronto or Washington make that push. Right. You end up getting a Charlotte or a Chicago. I don't, not even Chicago. They got a star. Right. Like I'd rather you know, what I'm saying bring me Charlotte. They don't got a star. They just a scrappy bunch. Yeah. Like I'd rather play that scrappy bunch in the first round. Right, and and then just go off on them, like. And then and and also the Nets is looking at Miami, like let the Nets have to go through Miami, then have to go through Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then for us, let us have to, you know, it's what is it? Boston and uh, Boston and Atlanta or Boston and New York? Yeah, one of them. Maybe you know what I'm saying? Maybe we we sneak a 
maybe Boston don't win. Maybe Boston, you know, falls off in that first round and we end up catching in New York in the first round or the second round. Right. New York is the that that up and coming bunch that was able to, you know, do some good things. Yeah, man, I think like I keep saying, we hold them the number one spot, then our destiny is in our hands. You know what I mean? I'm saying New York. You get that New York and Boston four or five, Atlanta slips down. Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Atlanta slips down to the sixth seed. You get that New York and Boston at the four or five. I like New it. York comes in and you know what I'm saying, does what it does to Boston. They don't got enough. And now it's the Sixers New York second round matchup. The winner goes to the Eastern Conference Finals. The Knicks think they got a chance. They thinking this is with this our year we back. And no, it ain't because we smack them four to one. They get one lazy game off of us, and we smack them, and we waiting in the West in the Eastern Conference Finals, and you know whatever you want, you want, you want. Did you want Miami to knock Brooklyn off, and now you looking like this the Sixers' chance to get to the chip, don't matter who we get, and now you see Milwaukee because Milwaukee doesn't beat whoever they needed to beat. You get that Milwaukee Sixers Eastern Conference Finals, right? We got George Hill. He used to be in Milwaukee. Drew Hill, Drew Holiday used to be yeah. a Sixer. Yeah, yeah. I like it, man. Like I keep saying, I like our position. I like where we at. Uh, I like everything you said. That's exactly how I wanted to 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 roll out, starting with getting the number one seed, man. So, um, we'll move on to uh, some NBA news, man. Some people who really been tearing that shit up uh, lately, man. Is uh. Well, no, 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 no. One thing I did want to talk about, too, and I have to make this point. I definitely have to make this point, is that, um, and I said this shit to you the other day, we got our two top players are really having a silent competition <clears throat> for the Defensive Player of the Year Award. And I think that that's special. And I think that that speaks to the team. One, the selflessness of it. Two, the tenacity of it and, 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 and the maturity of where we've grown, how we've grown into that tenacity. We used to be the guys. We used to say they're so privileged, they're so soft. And now we are the motherfuckers that's bullying everybody in the yep. league. We play bully ball, dog, on both sides of the ball. We the ones playing bully ball. We dictate what's going on out there. We the ones pushing people and flexing our muscle and imposing our will on other teams. So I definitely got to give them a kudos for that, man. Um, and uh, I forgot what the third thing I was going to say was, but um, – yeah, man, just 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 the fact that the two superstars are having a competition for not the MVP, but the Defensive Player of the Year award, I think speaks to how they're playing and it speaks to how the rest of the team is following this year, man. And how when we're in these tight uh, situations, when we're in these uh, uh, positions where um, a, a lot of thinking is required, a lot of balls is required, just not being scared, just locking up and stopping the other team from doing what it is that they want to do, we have been fucking answering the call. A lot this season, man. A lot. Number two defensive team overall right now, if I if I heard correct the other night. Um mm -hmm. and it's just you you gotta you gotta you gotta tip your hat off to Ben and Joe. They've been through a lot. They've been through the process, they've been through the Philadelphia fans shit, man. And they love it here, man. Like they don't shy away from it. They've never shied away from it. They answer the hard questions. They get sarcastic. They give us their attitude. We give them our attitude. It's a love-love relationship, not even love-hate. That's how we love here. We, we love hard. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to, I mean, as we end up Sixers Talk, just really give a big kudos to those guys as they've grown into leaders, as they mature into 
the two guys that are taking our team to, to new heights. Um, and I'm definitely, definitely, definitely high on them, man. I'm high on them. I done gave that big soliloquy, man, that big monologue. Don't fuck it up, man. Don't fuck it up, man. Don't make don't make me eat them words. Nah, man. Uh, however, however it go down, it was a, it was a great fucking season, man. Um, or it's been a great season, and it's going to continue to be a great season. It's great to watch Sixers basketball again, man. That's that's what I got to say. But um, moving along, like I was going to say, um, I'm ready to get on my soapbox or continue to stay on my soapbox, man, because my, my guy, my boy, who I haven't been saying much about at all this year, outside of the people who I talk to every day, OGEs, Press Coast, I haven't been saying much about this guy, man, but he continues to amaze me. He continues to impress. He continues to innovate and change the game, just doing completely ridiculous shit in completely ridiculous situations, man, and that's Steph Curry. Like, it's been a lot of talk, and I hear the Kyrie talk, and I see the Kyrie talk. I see it. I see it, and I feel it, man, and I see the Westbrook talk, and I know I, I see the triple-doubles that's next to my list because he's going to get his flowers, too. You know what I'm saying? But it's something about this bull Steph Curry, man. He's just on another planet from other, not even other point guards, but you just see other the basketball talk. players, dog. The Dame talk. Definitely seen the Dame talk. The Dame talk has been rolling yeah. th- this year. We're going to talk about Dame today, too, because he's top five in the MVP race. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get into all these guys, and there's reasons why. I see the reasons why you put these guys up next to this guy, but it's just a difference. It's a difference. He's been there, done that, for one. Two time, one unanimous. The one, one is arguable. If you're a real basketball pundit, you know argue, one is arguable, and that's my guy. And I'll even say one is arguable. One should have been Harden's first. We probably all feel like. Yeah. Harden shouldn't have had to wait so late to be MVP of the league. But the other John. But the other John, once he seen, he probably felt it. Like yeah, they, I gotta do something to show I earned it. The other John, he just, it's nothing you could do. He went fucking dumb. Set all kind of records. Four hundred threes. Yeah, uh, yeah, that drum was dumb. He went dumb. He went dumb. He 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 kind of entered in that mood where he went dumb. But since his team not there, it's like he's just in the, on it. it's not he's not hitting as hard. Like before, it would be like, damn, Steph Curry went dumb, and that nigga ain't even playing before. Like whereas now it's like he going dumb, and it's like he gotta go out shooting. But you know what it is, yo. He gotta go out fire. You know what I'm liking it too. That's that section of Kobe career when the Lakers was ass. Yeah. But Kobe was But Kobe had his it wasn't they was, they was hovering around the same. They was yeah. I feel but like Kobe, Kobe wasn't I mean, the team wasn't that, but Kobe like Kobe the shit he was doing wasn't hitting as hard. Right. They was barely sneaking in the playoffs around them time. And that was the and, year when uh when Steve Nash got his job. Right. And especially now, you go back and you think about that and you like, damn, that's probably what Kobe's – he was really going dumb this year. Like you said, like you, it wasn't hitting hard then because all of the playoff implications, championship implications, MVP, all of that shit wasn't surrounding it. He was just another guy in the league per se. But when you look at the numbers, he was putting up dumb numbers. And I feel like Steph Curry is in that arena, man. He's an OG. Yeah. He's trying to teach his team. He's doing a lot. As we get into these West standings, because we didn't get into the West yet, I didn't forget about that. Um, as we get into these West standings, yeah, they in the play-in, right? They in the play-in. You don't want to be in the play-in against him. Yeah, you definitely don't. You for That's sure not a don't. nigga you want to be in lose or go home mode with. You definitely don't, man. That is not a nigga. I mean, that's shit. People been talking about his playoff, you know, lack of lack of hooping. That might be what he need to 
to prove niggas is that that play in that yeah. that my back was against the wall, so he, I had to put the fire to y'all motherfuckers. He put up 42, 53, and 47 this week. Yeah, he putting the fire to niggas right now. Yeah, he, he he on some shit right now, Patch. Like he is on some shit, so he putting the fire to niggas. He needed his followers. He's not only the That's best. Cool. He gonna have to put that. We gonna have to put that water gun, you know, to his flamer t- on my tomorrow night. But. Yeah, for sure. We definitely see them tomorrow night. But um, he's not only the best uh, the best point guard in the league in my opinion, but he's the best point guard of this generation, man. Just how he's changed the game. No, I think that's fair to say Completely, he's the best man. point guard of this generation. For sure, he's the best point guard of this generation, man. Of his gen- of his generation. Whatever generation you want to put him in, he's bar none the best in that generation. But let's uh, move along to the West to the West standards, man. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, and then also, Russell Westbrook. Um, so, Steph Curry put up them ridiculous numbers. I think he also had, like, a certain amount of games with at least 10 three-pointers. He got, like, 20 games historically. Yeah, shit crazy. With 10 plus three-pointers. Had another one. The next, the next person is Clay with five. Five games. He got 20 games in his career with 10 plus three-pointers. Like, this boy is... Yeah, he's different. He's different, different. And then you got Russell Westbrook, four straight years with 25-plus triple-doubles. He's different. Yeah, he's different, too. However you feel about how he's getting these triple-doubles, what he do, blase blip, he's there doing it 25-plus times a season for the last four seasons. That's fucking ridiculous. I just would like to see this team win more games. I would, too. Like, he can... You know, he had the little John back and forth with Stephen A. And I, I, I kind of ride with Stephen A on this one in the sense that no disrespect. Number one, I get paid to talk about you playing the game of basketball. That's number one. That's number one. That's what I get paid to talk Before about Before you, Russell Westbrook, engage in any conversation, know that he gets paid that's to engage one. in conversation. Right. Ahead, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what you – that's why I think anybody, whenever it come to any of these pundits, whenever any of them, you have I'm to always that. on their side because you know what they side is, side is a, a person of their self getting bread. Like, listen, I go home, I sleep perfect at night because they're paying me to say these things. Like, you got to understand that they paying me to say these things so I can be wrong. And guess what? It's not going to fucking matter. That's the thing. It's not going to matter. And that's what I want people. As long as I don't disrespect you specifically. Right. And most of the time, right. they're not disrespectful. I and mean, that's what they be trying to do. They be trying to make the basketball points seem disrespectful. Yes. And it's like, ah. No, nigga, he's talking about opinion. your game. Yeah, it's my opinion, and it's cool. Like, right. you know even, what I mean? Like, even when Stephen A. was wilding, and he was like, listen, if Kyrie Irving don't know what he want to do, he should retire. The nigga came back on the next week and was like, Kyrie Irving is the most unstoppable nigga in the league. <laughs> like, so you got to understand that. You can't. When, why you want to engage in conversation with that When he said that, that like, he should retire, he felt that in that moment he was feeling like, yo, Kyrie, if you don't want to play this game right. for all of these reasons that you saying – Retire and everybody got to know Stephen A. Capitalist too, so he gonna pick he gonna pick money over everything for everything. So, you know, he had the little spot with with Russell Westbrook, and I'm just like, yeah, Russ. Like all the niggas saying is win some games, dog. Like when you gonna win? Like that's all he's saying. Like you t- you hit me with the I'm a champion once I made it out the hood. I agree. Stephen A. Was, he, he had to get on the drums like, "Hey, I'm a champion with you. Like, I'm a champion. I'm a hood champion with you, like, baby. Like, like, now, like, like, when like, you gonna win some games? Like, like when you gonna win some games though? Like, when you gonna actually like win some games? Like, you the man. Like, right. I'm, I've said you're the man. Right. I, I want you to win some games. Like, 
and I guess I didn't even get to a number two. The game of basketball is to be played to win chips. You can't be like, I don't play this John to win chips. Like Kevin Durant kind of says some shit like that too. Like I play to be the best me. Like, ah, nah. And you know what I'm saying? Shannon Sharp was like, it's easy to say that after you got the chips. Before you had them chips, you wasn't saying, I play this game to be the best me. I play this game to be the best me is hilarious. Like, really. and that's and that's where I be just, you know what I'm saying? I don't be feeling the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm one of the people who I respect the most in the media or responding to the media is JoJo. Because when them niggas come at JoJo, he be, yeah, you're right, actually. You actually right. I need to, I need to work on that, Shaq. My fault. Like, you know what I'm saying? You you right. Like, you right, dog. I need to be dominant. Like JoJo looked to be dominant. So when the next time he on TNT, he can look at Shaq and be like, What's up, big dog? I'm putting up them 37s like right, you was talking right, about. Right. He be drawing. Like, what's up, big dog? Them 37s is coming in. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's that's how I look at niggas, you know what I'm saying? They got to do it, but I get it. Like, I ain't in that position, and I know they get scrutiny, and it just be like, it just be nutty because, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure, you know what I'm saying, when you got millions of nobodies telling you something, the the one somebody that say something going to get to you. Like, so I get it. Like, you got millions of niggas who you don't know hating on you left and right. Then you got the few niggas who do know you kind of little bit, though, and you hate. That matters that you talking about. So it's like, I got to respond. Right. And then it's like, you know, and obviously you can tell that that was a joint. His wife felt like he needed to fight. I'm anti-wife fight the battles right. of athletes. Right. But I I'm, get it. I'm anti-wife fight the battles anywhere. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm just talking about, but for athletes is the one, is the one time when it's like, it's now national news. Like, I agree with you. Like, I don't think none of y'all niggas should have your wife fighting your battles in your local employments. I don't. I think that's a that's a worse look. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> that's a worse look. Now, when y'all at the restaurant, you ain't got no choice because she's gonna do it anyway. Like, that's not your employment. Your wife can fight your yeah, food yeah, battles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm yeah, saying. No, that's a battle she can fight for you respectfully. I mean, she's fighting all any, any other battle, she can definitely respectfully fight for you. Employment battles. I would just request that y'all work together as a team. Unless she's Miko Grimes. I, I, I would just say y'all should work together as a team. Yeah. But Miko Grimes, with the minute that that Brent let, let her open her mouth, he, she got him out of the, out of that deal and got him into a new deal because they were trying to just let him go. I would like but, to see what deals he was in afterwards, though. I'll bring up the article for you. It was just that no, was I know one. that. Oh, point. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But after they that, they won the battle. Yeah, but after that, yeah. After that, he was he was this he was fucking thirty though. That's true. She, she, was she got him his there. last deal. She got him his last deal. Yeah, there you go. The one that mattered. That was a, that's that's the that's the only point I was making. But that's go. the only that's the one time in history. Now Miko Grimes, like I, to your point where you was trying to go, Miko Grimes has done a lot on the other end too. It has it don't it doesn't come without some, you know, you gotta take the good with the bad. I feel like, like you know, in the same fashion of Levar. That shit gets you cooked on the field, man. That shit gets you cooked yeah, in your I arena. I wouldn't doubt it, but the thing about it is, she to her to her defense, she she did sports and stuff before she met him. Yeah, she was, no, 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 no. So, you know what I'm saying? And and they hold defense. It was some bad shit going on down there. Like yeah. he was in the bad situation. Yeah. He was in the bad situation. Like yeah. she 
she wasn't fighting media media issues. She was fighting at home real life issues. Like his issues was probably filtering coming at home. Like it wasn't just immediate. Like I said, I, re- I kind of remember like his his situation being just you know bad contract shit with you know just miss you know he say she say shit at work like yeah you know i'm saying like the coaches is telling you one thing but your money telling you another thing that right. your playing time is not telling you right so it was like all of that shit was you know coming in together whereas like i said i don't think your wife should be fighting the the media somebody in the media says something about you battles right yeah that's the that's why it's a slippery slope with them because she like i said she already on the radio so it's her she really fighting her battles at job at, at her job. That's what it really is. But the battles, just, but she no, she they was fighting the money battle, so it was her home battle too. Yeah, no, when that, but that's when he finally let her off. Like he said, when he finally let her off, because it was the only he was on his last string. He ain't know what else to do, so he pretty pretty much just used her platform to use to have a voice, which was smart. You know what I'm saying? Because it worked right away. Because other teams didn't know. Like sometimes, like we always say. Well, damn, ain't don't no teams want him. Like when we said, damn, don't no teams, and it was like they kind of start playing buddy ball. But then you don't know. But then when she started getting out there on the air, she said that's what happened. Uh, one of the teams, which I think it was, what's the last team he played for? Was it the Miami? Yeah. So they heard and they like, oh shit, Brent Grimes is. Oh yeah, we'll take him. And then they gave him the money and shit. And the owners probably was like, man, that wasn't supposed to happen. Like yeah, you know I mean, on some shit like that. And then that's like the backlash, like you said, that's what happens on the field. Now you walk into an arena. It's cool because you got paid, but do the people in Miami really fuck with you? Like, yep, right. I feel exactly, no. It's like I said, like, on the surface, yeah, you got the bag, but you got to take the good with the bad. Like, now you X on your back on the field. Oh, this the boy that got his wife. I know. I I agree with you 100%, Pete, yeah. 100%, 100%. So that's what I say. It's a, sure. it's a slippery sure. slope. Yes, and yes, It's yes. not often, that's what I said, it's not limited to wife. Like I said, LeVar Ball. The yeah, guy, guy Fam- his son's let's just say family members, family members, close speaking, family members, close family members speaking on your behalf yeah. in your arena is 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 not and put the target on your back. And you should have representation to do that, like a lawyer. That's not them. Like yeah. nobody cares when they your talk lawyer a does little that. Bit, they, a little bit, I was a little bit biased when they talk. And, you and know your lawyer mean? don't talk in the in the social media. Right. Like your lawyer doing all of the, all of the hollering and screaming your lawyer is doing in the office yeah. or on the phone. They're not going to IG Live. They're right. not on IG Live. They're not Twitter fingering right, it up. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? That's all great points, P. That's when you, you yeah. put that target on your back. So you might win that little battle. Right. But then you gotta go suit up but and that's play where that I, game. That's where I disagree with you because that's a big battle. Sometimes you got you might gotta sacrifice that to get that last bag. Like he yeah. sacrificed that. That's to what get I'm saying. Last bag. All so, I'm saying is you yeah, gotta. Yeah, yeah. But you gotta understand what you do after you win that battle. Yep. You yep. gotta go and play that game. Better get the it. game has to be played, and yeah. all, we're talking sports. So at the end of the day, whoever doing the battling with. You got to go play that go game. Go get one of them dark visors. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to <laughs> take it here because I am on the side of he was blackballed. But at the end of the day, what's the face? Cat. He had to play the game. He had opportunities to throw the football. And for whatever reason, he did not throw the football to their liking. Yeah. Whether it was right, whether it was wrong, whether the tryouts was biased, whether it was hoop diddy hoop la, whatever hoops and hurdles that he had to, would have had to jump through to get back into the league, 
he didn't jump through them to get back into their arena. I see, I, like you always say, it's their arena. You know, it's I, not, you know you get no argument from here. It's not backyard right. football. Right. And it's not, you know what I'm saying? It's theirs. You want to be in their world. That's real. So, you know what I'm saying? Long, you know what I'm saying? What's the face? His man got let back into their world. Eric Reed. He yeah. got let back into he, their world. He obviously decided to play. Also, I mean, I will say that's also. It's a different position. Yeah, right. Because right. ain't it's nobody a position, having a bunch scrutiny. of motherfucking high school players. Come on, a bunch of motherfuckers come to high school. They'll definitely let that motherfucker play a Sunday to see what he got and let him go the next, that very same day. Right. Before they, you know what I mean? But, right. but quarterback is quarterback in this league. It's the price. But like, I'm price the position. first person to yeah. tell you, and I can just start naming the quarterbacks that I believe can't that cap is better than right now. But I haven't seen them play in three years. I can name, I can just start rattling names of people who, if I had to put bet my life on it, I would say he's a better QB than them. So it's it's at the end of the day, it's the hoops and hurdles and. Anytime you do any wild shit in any of these leagues, right. you got to understand that you try to be in their arena and yep. it's going to always boil down to to just, you know, doing the things that's right and getting those opportunities. Because right. Are you going to play their game even if they're changing the rules of it for you? Like, that's, yes. they, they kind of got the power like, to what's do the, that shit, man. Like, I feel like uh, Antonio Brown, like, like he wanna play in the arena and it's like you did so much shit that you only got one nigga that rock for you. And if he'll rock for you, I don't think you getting the run. Josh Gordon. I feel like Josh Gordon, he plays their game though. He jumps through their hoops. They always give him a chance. Like he don't do Josh Gordon not allowed to meet. He like that kid in school that grade slipped, then he bring him up. Then he let him slip again. Like he do everything he got to do to get reinstated. But he don't draw on you in the public eye. He's quiet. He's chill. He's when he fuck up, he takes his humbles. He he sits down and he's humble. I never even heard him talk before, dog. That's what I'm saying. Whereas his other niggas, they do shit. They tweeting and they typing and they they loud and they doing interviews. With the tweets and the streets and the beeps. You ever seen that commercial with no. Snoop Dogg? Wait, the Corona commercial with Snoop. No, <laughs> but you're yeah, speaking of Snoop. He was with the ball, uh, Josh Paul, Logan Paul, whatever that nigga name is. Right. Knocked the ball out, knocked him out clean. Right. They sold Dana White, pay him his bread. Right. We gotta fin- we don't finish your story, but we gotta finish the Western Conference. But, uh, no, that was it. That was like the halftime show. That was the halftime show. Western Conference <laughs> is rolling. Listen, the Western Conference is rolling. I'm looking at the standards right now. What you see, P? We were saying, uh, I mean, last thing we talked about was Golden State. They holding down yeah. the ninth, the ninth seed. Mm-hmm. New Orleans actually slipped. They in the playing spot, and that's no no bueno. Mm. I can see New Orleans not making the playoffs actually, because um, San Antonio is in that tenth spot. I don't, you know, San Antonio. I can see them holding that down, and New Orleans is three games back out of ten. So that's that might be this, you know, Golden State, San Antonio might be in for it. Uh, Golden State is two games back behind Memphis, so I can see them. That 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 can be a a tough climb. This the Western Conference is. It looked like it might could, you know, we might see some shaking up at the top with Utah and Phoenix, and it'll be interesting to see where the Lakers finish out at once uh, they get healthy. Yeah. 
I'm interested to see uh, Bron's return, like you said, and that final push that they have. I feel like the Lakers is this is a year where I'm gonna keep it a bean and don't it it don't matter as long as they don't. It's certain teams that they shouldn't play or they don't want to play. Like if if we get a Lakers Clippers first round matchup, which would be like super duper wild. I think that's bad for the Clippers. I think that's bad for the NBA. That's bad for the NBA. That's ter- that's terribly that's terrible for the NBA. That'd be bad for the NBA. Cause as much as I I, I like them, but I don't care for Denver or Utah, and I don't believe in Phoenix. Like if they give Chris Paul the MVP, it would be a, such a blah 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 MVP. Cause you your team not even by, like I like Phoenix getting upset in the first round by like Dallas, like not Dallas. I like Golden State being able to fucking upset them niggas type shit. Like, if Phoenix had to play Golden State in the first round, I could see that being a loss for Phoenix. Yeah. Like, I could see, you know what I'm saying, Steph Curry has always had Chris Paul number. So, it's little shit like that that I think, you know. Denver, I don't care for Denver. Like, if anything, I want to see Portland get off. Jamal Murray tore his ACL and is out for the season. That's bad for them. I I mean, we had that on the docket, and I mean, that's all bad for Denver. Denver is is a nice little up and coming team. Prayers up, prayers and power to Jamal Murray though for uh, for a full recovery. Oh, for sure. To return back to as as close to one hundred percent form as he can, if not a hundred. You know what else he doesn't have to do though? What's that? He doesn't have to live up to playoff Jamal Murray. He doesn't have to live up to that narrative anymore. That was a lot. Because that was something that people was believing was a thing that was going to return. He did it dumb last year. Much respect to him, but people was like, that was a thing. Like, people was waiting. Like, when the playoffs come, are we going to get playoff Jamal Murray? And it's like, if anything, I don't know, Jamal Murray, you know, in a, a roundabout way, Jamal Murray's injury is actually a super duper huge X factor in the MVP voting. Cause I could see, let's say Denver moves up in the standings, then they gonna be like, oh, Joker's MVP, he's MVP. But if they fall down in the standings, it gonna, it's gonna be like, damn, Joker, you know, he's MVP ish, but this is why he's not MVP. They're not winning games, so. How Denver finishes with the Jamal Murray injury is definitely going to be pivotal into the, you know what I'm saying? If you want my honest opinion, the MVP right now, before JoJo got hurt, it was JoJo's to lose. His injury took it out of his hands. It is now Joker's to win. So it's not Joker's to lose. Like, he can't lose it because he don't got it. Nobody got it. I thought MB had it before the before his injury. I thought he had it. It was in his pocket. All he had to do was show up every day. Then when he got hurt, I was like, damn, you know, it's a chance that James Harden gonna sneak this job. But then James Harden got hurt. So then once James Harden got hurt, it opened it back up. I feel like the league don't want to give it to Chris Paul because I think the league sees the difference, but I would argue that it's more addition of subtraction. Kelly Oubre is not there. Like, you can tell. You can say whatever the fuck you want. That nigga is not a recipe for winning. Well, I ain't got shit to say. 
So I gotta believe that losing Kelly Oubre and getting Why you Chris think Paul. I'm about to go to bat for Kelly Oubre. I didn't think he was. I'm just saying, losing Kelly Oubre and getting Chris Paul was probably was an addition, in my opinion, that Phoenix is benefiting from in a year where LeBron Buku benefiting from though. where LeBron got hurt and Utah Jazz just knows how to win games in the regular season. I like the Suns. I like the Suns. I like uh what am I fucking list it? Like the Suns to do what though? To be to go to the second row. It don't matter who they're, to be honest. I like them. They yeah, I can see, I can see the Suns beating Dallas. I was talking shit. I can see the Suns beating Dallas or Memphis. What That's about what, what if saying. this what no, if it's the Suns and Golden State though? I still like the Suns. I don't think I, goes, don't. I don't think the goals. I don't. That's actually the one team I think Golden State is is would love to see in the first round. Yeah, it depends. Like if it's a team that Golden State would love to see, Golden State not beating Utah in the first round. Right. They not beating the Clippers in the first round. Right. If the Lakers was to get up there and get in the position, they wouldn't beat the Clippers in the first round. We assuming that Golden State is coming in at the AFC after they had to run through the play in. So Golden State is on the they on the streaker right now with Steph Curry probably burning niggas left and right. If it's one team, it's the, it's the Suns. If that Steph Curry is lining the fuck up, it's the and they got a nigga who he know, oh I got that nigga's number. Like he waking up every morning against Cliff Paul. Like oh man, yeah. State Farm Day baby. <laughs> he waking up against the Suns like it's State Farm Day, nigga. Let's get this money. You better hope them fucking red shirts is in the crowd because these <laughs> niggas is getting cooked. Steph gonna go bonkers on them, yo. And, and fucking Devin Booker. I like I like they wings against I like just the wings that they can throw at Devin Booker. I like Devin Booker having a rough game because now it's a flashy light skinned nigga that got something to play for. Now Kelly Oubre, I don't gotta get a bucket, but I'm about to lock this nigga up. I'm about to I'm in my bag. I'm about to just make it rough on this nigga today. Right, like, I'm about right, to just, right, right. he's my nigga. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, it can be on some shit where, like, Devin Booker, you know how he, his mind work. His mind probably like, damn, why this nigga going so hard? But Wiggins, too, and Baysmore, too. Like, I like, yeah. all of the, I like all of the motherfuckers to, be, to get on and his they, nerves. I'm not even saying stop. Is young. Just, yeah. I like Bridges, but he's a young, he's a pup. Bridges, is, he's, a Philly, he's a Philly guy, but he's a pup. He might, you know what I'm saying, that Andrew Wiggins athletically might, you know what I'm saying, have him a little rattled. All I'm saying is if it's a team that your boy would like to see after they run through the play-in gauntlet, it would be the Suns. So you do or you don't believe in the Jazz? I mean, I believe in the Jazz to lose in the second round. Okay. That's what I was looking at. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm looking at it right now. I know what I wouldn't want to see. It would. I wouldn't want to see Clippers and the, and the Blazers in the I first think round. Mitchell tweaked the ankle or something the other night too. It wasn't nothing he too. Did. It wasn't nothing too uh, too major. But you, again, something to look at because, like we said, the playoffs is a grind. Injuries don't get better. Like you don't really heal. Right. Only way you heal is by not playing. So I was saying, I don't want to see Portland and the Clippers in the first round. That's a second round matchup to me. But if that was to come out of the first round, 
that would be beneficial for that is beneficial for Phoenix, but they earned that. But you know what I'm saying? Like if Phoenix was to able to sneak fucking Portland. I mean, if the Clippers have to play Portland, that's great for Phoenix. Phoenix don't want to play Portland in the first round. Like I said, I don't believe in the only team I feel like Phoenix beating in the first round is Memphis or Dallas. Right. Mm, mm, mm. You know what I'm saying? That's the only two. That's that's. I don't, I feel like if Portland slipped there, you don't want to see Portland. I doubt the Lakers slipped that far. You don't want to see the Lakers. You might, like I said, you want to see Dallas. If you Utah, if you Utah, you probably feel comfortable playing against the Memphis. If you Utah, you don't want to see Steph Curry, even though I feel like you're going to beat them. Yeah. You don't want to see them, but you're going to beat them. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Lakers in Portland shake out the playoffs, come down to the end. I think the two teams at the top, one and two, they kind of – they made it real interesting for everybody else, cause Phoenix and and Utah is is to me they not scary one and two seeds. Like when I look at the East and I look at the West, that one and two don't. I don't feel like that's a champion. When I look at the East, one and two is like one of them is a champion. I look at the West, I'm like no way one and two is a champion. But you gotta watch them fucking Lakers though, dog. That's what I'm saying. The Lakers is the shifty one because they can finish so at four. Yeah. They can finish at four, and that. But that's to my point. When I look okay. at the, okay, when I look okay, at I the, saying. when I look at Just the seasons, one and two, I got you, got you. One and two ain't the one yeah. and two ain't the champions. Ain't the champions. Three, the Clippers, that's champion to me. Five, five, the Lakers, that's champion to me. I don't think Portland champion, but I don't think Portland is nothing. Sh- like you got to knock Portland out of the playoffs. Like, that's the, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I look at a team, when I'm talking playoffs, Utah don't scare me in the seven-game series. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Utah, Portland, I like Portland. Like, I like Portland to, to just be able to do what they need to do to get those wins. Whereas Utah is like, I don't I don't got faith in y'all to get these wins every round. I don't got Phoenix. I, who, who Phoenix beating four times? The fucking Ma- the Mavericks. <laughs> so that's what. All right. So <clears throat> that's what I was about to ask you. Seven to ten. So you got the Mavericks beating the Grizzlies, or no? You got Ja going dumb. I mean, in that first seven eight matchup, is it one game? Where's the best game. of three? It's one game. It was one game. Ooh. It's four teams tournament style. It's like a little bit of college in the NBA playoffs. If it was the end right now, we had to do a Dallas-Memphis. I like like it to be a super close game. Did you guys uh, check out Lucas' game winner the other night? I did see it. That's the type of game I like that game to be. <laughs> Luca or Ja doing something like that. At the end. Yeah. That's that's those those two teams is super duper matched to me. Like Porzingis isn't a game changer to me right now. He's so, no longer been he's not a game changer no more. So do you have 
Do you have the Mavericks and the Grizzlies locking down seven and eight? Bar uh, only thing, only asterisk we we probably got is the Warriors and Steph and Steph just going yoga flame dumb on the whole fucking shit. So do I you think have- Dallas, I think Dallas is locked in that seven game. I think Dallas is a home game against whoever whoever won it. I I, I don't see Dallas. I mean, I gotta take a look at their calendar, their schedule, but just looking at it. I feel like Dallas has Dallas has a lot of games in between. I mean, Dallas and Memphis going to be playing, you know, it, it's going to be Golden State is the only team that can, like you said, go Yoga Flame and, and kind of shake that up. I feel like one through six is pretty much locked in. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't see Portland slipping. I don't see Portland moving themselves up. I, I see Lakers moving themselves up, so the only thing that does is move a team down, and that's you know Denver. Denver is going to be you know in between the four through the six, maybe. And it's like like I said, I think it's it's, it's only fifteen games. It's it's a lot on Golden State. Dallas, I, I mean maybe Dallas could lose. Dallas could lose going out here. They they haven't been playing the best basketball lately. They haven't, man. Golden State is very scary in a fucking playoff situation. In a one-game playoff situation, giving them a chance, giving Mr. Curry a chance the way he's playing right now is fucking that's why scary. I, I like, that's why I said I like Golden State to sneak the one. I like Golden Snake to, I like Golden State. Oh, San Antonio, y'all want a war? Ball bombing them. Oh, it's Dallas winner, loser of Dallas, Memphis. Whichever one of y'all want to get this smoke, y'all catch these yoga flames, and then that boom, now they AFC. So I, I like I like Golden State in the AFC, regardless to where they at, whether they the ten, whether they the eight. If they get to the, if they actually if they get to the eight, they gonna be the seven. I like Golden State to win that playing game, hands down. My man Daryl just said it. he was like, Golden State going to be on some Davis and shit in the playoffs. He ready to champ? Like, this bull, is, I'm trying. And that's why I came on here to say that shit because I fucking seen what he was doing. I actually called his games this week. I seen all that smoke getting given out. If he healthy and y'all got to, that's the thing. Just think it's one game and you playing with this nigga ready to come out lock and loaded. And he like, that nigga knowing he by himself. It's nothing else he's going to do. Yeah, it's different when, like, I keep it a beam. When you watch them play, and it's like, when he got games where it's like, damn, I got my niggas with me, I can see how it would be like every now and then it's like, I get complacent. But it's like, after he go through a whole season and he walk into the, all right, it's lose or go home mode. He now in NCAA March Madness (laughs) mode. And it's like, if you watch, you just better, all you can do is be like, I hope he's not hitting today. That's, like, I hope that's he's not all you today. can hope for. Like Boston got lucky yesterday because fucking Tatum had forty four. Yeah. So Tatum was ready to go right at him, but it's like these other teams and playing games is like, I, I Demar Derozan ready to go at him. <laughs> like is Demar Derozan ready to not lose this playing game? Yo, this boy Steph, dog, is crazy. Steph is fucking crazy, dog. Like, he ready to come out. He's a walking 50. A walking fucking 50. But, yeah, I looked at his, all his games this week, and I seen the standard, and I said, oh, shit, they in nine? They in this playing thing, dog. Like Playing is scary. You don't want to play in against them. 
You don't want to play in against them. And like you said, if they win, you don't want to play against them in the playoffs unless you got a certain team right now of people who can score and kind of get in his way, yo. Like, but like I keep saying, him by himself, like it's kind of changing the narrative in, in the last couple of years. And we're going to finish it out with MVP talk when I, uh, I get this thought out. But in the narrative in the last three years, when you see Steph go shy and Steph go awry, man, it's what I've been saying about the super team, man. The super team don't be all the way built, built, put together to whereas in the moments or in the moment when adversity comes that they got it figured out. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even from the way you hear Durant talking about how he say Steph got all the love, how Steph say, man, I tried to give Durant all the love. I tried to do everything I could, but it's, this I can't do it. This nigga Durant went on fucking Gilly and them John Dog. Was he on? I ain't watched it. I'm scared to watch it. I because didn't see it. I feel like he about to be on this fucking uh, Chatty Patty. Probably is. That's what only reason you would be on there. But Like, you know what I'm saying? I'll fuck with Gil. i fuck with Wallow. And, Shout out and, to him. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even... On some, like, I fuck with them from Philly. I just fuck with seeing the hustle, like. Yeah, yeah, no, they be on their bag. So it's like, so for me, it's like, you know what I'm saying? I see how they, they, they if they lane is the interview lane, they interviewing niggas and they about to be the, we bringing you the realest, the realest interviews with all of these niggas. That don't mean that that's not chatty patty, especially when we talking, for me, with Durant and what is worth, talking about with Durant like Durant a weird nigga to talk to and it's like you can't talk to Durant and not like like I said are they gonna not talk basketball is they gonna only just talk rap like who your favorite rappers right so it's like once you get to them questions of like like I seen one of the questions like who was your mans who was your mans when you was on them team like that's chatty patty Right That's from the rip. Chatty Patty from now the get, rip. Now you giving me. Who now, was your man while you was on them teams, bruh? <laughs> well, you know, I fuck with Draymond and Clay the most. So now it's fuck everybody else. Like a nigga like Quinn Cook, like, he probably like, nigga, you hit me the most. Right. Like, nigga, you used to hit me to just chill. Like, fuck what you talking about? So it's like, that's Chatty Patty shit to me. Yeah, man, but I, I think for me it changed the narrative a little bit about Steph when people were like, man, Steph be scared. I don't think Steph's scared. I think that when, when Durant got there, when it was like they was really niggas, be, they be clapping their hands. They be calling for that rock. And at the end of the day, he is the point guard, dog. You know what I'm saying? And you get caught in moments, should I bomb this joint from 30 feet continuously because I know I can and that's give how it. I catch heat? Or do I got to give it to him because he – you know what I'm saying? Or do I got to, he calling he for it. He do be clapping his hands like clapping you showing. Clay clap his hands. Durant clap his hands. Draymond even clap his hands. Everybody. Nigga, Draymond it. clapping his hands to give it back to you. Right. Like, that's the draw in this <laughs> shit. Because I I ain't going to lie. Like, I look at Draymond game and I'm like, damn, yo, I can see why. You know what I'm saying? I, I like Draymond game. I don't like his, his I don't like his talk. His I like his game, though. Right. So, it's like, I can see how a nigga, like. If I'm the scorer, you getting mad. Like, dog, all you about to do is give it back to me, dog. Right. Like, I feel you. You my man. Then that's your game. Your game is getting me shots. But you clapping for me to get you to rock when I got it already. I got it. Right. Like, I got it already, nigga. You don't have to do this. Like, I can tell Draymond probably when nigga, get your spot. Come on, come on get your spot. Get I, got your spot. I got you. I got you. It's hilarious. I got you. Like, <laughs> I know, nigga. I know you got me, but I got me right now. I got me. I'm ready to do me right now. I got the rock. Like, and that's and that's basically what happened with Kevin Durant you know, and, and Draymond shit. shit. 
If Draymond tried to gas up his story, he would have been better off just saying, I fucked up. He did say he fucked up, but he was like, I had the ball, I dribbled. I had tried to look back for him. You ain't looked back once, bro. <laughs> then he said, I dribbled no. the ball off the foot. No, you didn't. The Yo, Draymond fucking crazy, dog. The nigga said, like, the nigga said, I got the rock. I looked back for him. And I was trying to tell him, come on with me. <laughs> like, I was trying to tell him. Like, I was trying to find him so I could leave it. Draymond, and then I bounced crazy. the ball off my foot. No, nigga. You grabbed the rock. You didn't look back once. Right. And the nigga stripped you before you even had a chance to do whatever the fuck you thought she was going to do. That's exactly what happened. So that's why Durant was mad. But All right, but now that Steph the Lone Wolf, he looking like he is who we thought he was, dog. Like who at least who I thought, who I knew he was, dog. Like it's like that motherfucker is he get unstoppable. When he want to be, like he get unstoppable. He just dog. He definitely just like he need like if Wiseman was like a a little bit better veteran and not even on the scoring tip but just on like like the the Warriors issues is the intangible shit like they got bum ass niggas bum ass niggas making young boy dumb ass moves they be doing stupid shit because they see Steph do it they don't get why or they see motherfuckers on the team do shit they don't get why they doing it they just trying to emulate what they yeah, see so they be doing a little dumb ass shit and that's and to me, that's the reason why them niggas be losing games because it's like they don't got niggas that can just do winning basketball plays. Facts. And that's what they used to. They used to have winning basketball players making winning basketball plays. The Sean Livingston, the Leandro Barbosa, motherfucking David Lee David and Bogan. David West. David West, right. All niggas that's just going to come in and interchangeable niggas that's not looking to get to a bucket. They just looking to do their role. Whereas right. these niggas they got now was like, I'm new in this league. Am I here to get a bucket or am I still a role player? Kelly Oubre get mad. He just missed the last three fucking shots down the fucking Like court. Kelly Oubre still trying to figure out if he a role player or if he a get bucket nigga. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he in lingo right now. Like, you got to deal with niggas who don't know they, who don't, fuck they role on this team. They don't know they role as a basket as a professional basketball player. Right. And that's, you know, niggas always talk about that part of the game. Like, a lot of niggas that don't play in the league is nice. Like, fucking Lance Stevenson, nice as shit, but it's like, for whatever reason, teams don't feel like he can come and fit a role. So it's like, he not on nobody's team. Right. Like, I feel like the Lakers right now could use him, if you want me to keep it a bean. Somebody that's... could always use Lance Stevenson, though. Lance Stevenson is, I fucks with Lance, man. I always fuck with Lance. Ever since high school, he came out the same around the same time as Smack. Matter of fact, the same year. They graduated high school the same year, yo. So I was always watching Lance Stevenson. I always fuck with his game. Sure, we can use Lance Stevenson. Yeah, that nigga was number one. He was we keep we can't forget that. Like we can't forget these things. We can't forget that this is like 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 Pete just said, this is professional basketball. And a lot of people like he just hit it right on the fucking nose. The difference between this and every other level of basketball that these guys have played is your talent goes down at, at every level you play. Like yep. the, the, the the fucking, you know how, what I'm saying? How even good if, even you if, are even, compared to everybody even if, else. Even if you're getting better. Even that, if you're getting better. That gap between you and everybody else that, is smaller. Yeah, that elite pool gets shorter, and, I mean, gets smaller and smaller each level that you go up. You could have been the man in high school. You could have been a, role, a, a key contributor in college. And you could be a fucking uh, eight-minute role player in the league. You know what I'm saying? But you still might got the potential if, if given the minutes and the you know what I'm saying? You could right. still be it, but that, ain't, but that ain't what you that ain't what you here for, bro. 
That's you got to find out you. who you are as a professional player. You know what I'm saying? So I think Lance Stevenson is one of those guys. He went. He was the number one player in high school. He was a one and done in college. And he found but, his role. You know what I'm saying? And he, found, he found a couple different roles in the he, league. And but, right now, 2021, no, don't nobody need nobody need yeah. his 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 expertise. Yeah, that role is kind of you know what I'm saying. Like, that role is kind of died down. The role I feel of like agitator, he's too old for that role. Yeah. The role of <laughs> the agitator. role of agi- the role of <laughs> scoring agitator. Scoring agitator is definitely is is they giving that drill to just young scorers. Right, young scorers with potential. Nobody like, even has the nobody's even interested in being an agitator. Like I don't want to see Shake get hurt, but like that would be like a damn Shake hurt. I would be like, yo, we need a Lance Stevenson. Right, like now we need a nigga that's gonna come in. Create his own, yeah. shake shit up. You know what I'm saying? A scoring average t- agitator is probably which is probably a level down from a two way player. You know what I'm saying? A two way player. Scoring agitator. A two way player is, is is an elite starter. You know what I'm saying? Who usually can. He's not even a scorer. He's a playmaking agitator. Playmaking agitator is exactly what he is. So I would say a two way player is someone who plays elite on both sides of the ball. Starter. And off the bench, you would have a playmaking agitator. This is a guy who can just – I mean, he does a lot of things, but one thing he does is he agitates the other guy's best player. And that's not even to say that he locks him down. This is not even <laughs> to say that he plays good defense. This is to say that when the other team said best player sees this face, it's just automatically his, – his mood just automatically changes. Automatically man. just his changes. mood soon just as, changes. As soon as this nigga steps on the court, <laughs> the other team's best player goes, <sighs> this guy. <laughs> this guy. Here we go. Here we go. Like dog. here we go for the next some odd minutes. It's not gonna be basketball, dog. <laughs> it's it's gonna, gonna be wild. He, his 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 number one assignment is to take me out of the basketball game by any means possible. Dog, that's what I'm saying. The, the defender agitator, his role is limited. Pat Bev is yeah. it's, listen. It's not a lot of Pat Bev. But as soon as and that's on defense. But as soon as that player that's acting all crazy like that and doing that, as soon as he fucking gets on offense, he flips and he becomes a basketball player. He can pass. He can go to the lane. He can he can really hurt you. Yep. And then as soon as he gets back on defense, all he's doing he's just antics. at you antics. It's antics. Just antics. Pulling he- nagging at the jersey. He you, even got you, offensive antics when he in front of you. Like, yeah, that, oh, you yeah, guard me? Now right. I'm skipping. Skipping, right. Now I got to skip because you're guarding me. <laughs> Playing to the crowd when the crowd is there. Oh, you guarding me. Crowd's here. Whether it be his crowd and they cheering or whether it be your crowd and they booing. He is right. putting on oh, us. Oh, it's my crowd. You're guarding me. Yeah. Now I got to jab, 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 yeah. jab, jab. Right, now right. Pl- now I got to do all of that. Yes, this is, what a, this is all what a playmaking agitator does, dog. Like. Yes, Lance Stevenson is the number one playmaking agitator. A poor man's playmaking uh, or a, a early generation playmaking agitator was Reuben Patterson. He was not as offensively gifted as Lance Stevenson, but he did shit. He wasn't the Kobe stopper. That's where he took it too far, and that's when Kobe had to really start heating his ass up. But his, before he said that out of his mouth, he was an agitator to Kobe where he just did shit. And his best role, yeah, Iggy. Is a playmaking agitator. Bruce Bowen, a playmaking agitator. No, I think he he fall. Bruce Bowen fall into defender agitator. He's a role. defender. He's 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 borderline lockdown. He might be. He's borderline. I mean, he's still he's still the defender yeah. agitator role though. Right. Like just because it becomes lockdown, don't mean yeah. it's not the defender agitator. Like you can be. Bottom line is, 
the agitator attached to whatever you do role is not a, they don't need a lot of those they don't need a lot of those in this nba they don't need a lot of the those number in this one NBA. mount rushmore superstar for defending defending average agitators playmaking agitators is dennis Rodman. yeah yeah of course Dennis of course. Rodman. so you know what i mean we're just talking about players in that vein we don't want to disrespect them but they just as if they out there just, you know what I mean, not playing basketball. Right, because there's a, a lot of niggas that lock up. Right. There's a lot of niggas that make plays. Right. But it's not a lot of niggas that's going to lock up and agitate. It's not yeah. a lot of niggas that's going to make plays and agitate yeah. you. If the other team got a walking 50 on their team, you might want one of these guys on your team. Turn that 50 into a 35. I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like... Eddie House was the shooting agitator. He was the sh- Yo, he agitated the shit out of Skip. Yo, that was some of the funniest shit I've ever seen in a basketball game. Eddie House was the, but he did that to Eric. Jason Terry was a scorer agitator. He, was. he started doing this shit. He though. start flying, he flying around, around on you. He called timeout. He start fucking. He start flying on you. He in your face on defense, but not really locking you. He just annoying the shit out of you. Right. Hitting threes and then. Annoying the shit out of you. He's a, he was a scoring agitator. Before everything happened with him, that Zeke Thomas, Isaiah Thomas, was he an agitator? I feel like, I feel like he might have been just doubly offensive because every he agitated me every time. <laughs> <laughs> but niggas didn't. When he stepped on the court, the nigga didn't go. <sighs> the nigga on defense did. I guess that's the. I guess he's an offensive agitator. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I feel like when Jason Terry stepped on the court his whole career, the nigga said, <sighs> right. oh, like, Gary Payton, right. he got to be a superstar agitator. Yeah, He's in that world. Like, when he stepped on the court, you was like, this nigga going to talk shit, and this nigga going to cook me, yeah. he going to be grabbing me, he might try to trip me. Right. Like, the agitator role is... is it just, is, yeah, it's, it's expansive, man. It's, it's slowly extinct. That's what it is. Yeah, but that's some of the greats that we just we just laid it out for you, man. The history of it. But it's definitely. I hope JoJo extinct. gets back there. JoJo used to be that. JoJo was that that uh, superstar potential agitator. I just think in a game that's so wide open and so that moves so fucking fast, you, you would just have to find where. Because like I said, like we said, you would say probably Iggy was the last agitator. He Iggy was the. I mean, I think JoJo used to be, but I don't think he did it as good as as Iggy, in the sense like Iggy was playmaking, agitating, like he was, he was getting on Brian fucking nerves that year. He won the MVP Finals, he was. Uh, he was. MVP. He was. He got that from pure agitating because Steph Curry averaged like twenty six, yeah. seven and eight. Iggy gave you. He's the last. He's the last of the agitators, dog, and he fucking gave you the height of what an agitator can get you in the yeah. finals MVP, dog. Yep, like, that's the height of what a nigga, that exactly is the height what a nigga can get you is yeah, the finals since, MVP. Ever since then? In one series, he can agitate the shit out of the best player on the, like, that nigga Brian, for four games, when Iggy came in, would be like, <sighs> then for the next three games, or however many games, once he started to start, he had to start the game with that nigga. Right. <sighs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, think it went from just in the, in the flow of the game, oh, this nigga Iggy in the game, damn, to what? This nigga starting? Yeah, Iggy is starting now. <sighs> from Jump Street, I got to deal with this shit. From Jump Street, I got to deal Right? So, yeah, I mean, hopefully JoJo get back to that superstar agitator. 
We got to get to the finals before he do that. Yeah. All right, man. We went off kill, man. I hope y'all enjoyed that shit. But uh, we got to get into this MVP talk before we get out of here. Right now, the top five in order is the Joker, Nikolai Jokic, JoJo, MVP, MB. We got Luka Donick, uh the Greek Freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and we got Dame Lillard. I think uh, they swapping out Chris Paul for Luka on that list. That's the only thing I would do. I'm taking Luke. Like, literally, I'm same order. I'm just swapping Luka for Chris, Chris Paul. Paul. Yeah. I don't give a fuck who else is on the list, man. MVP, my man, and B. I think, right, like I said earlier, I think this John is Joker. His John to win. Like, he got a, with Jamal Murray out, with MB missing so many games. Joker's numbers is there. His, he got to lead his team to, to third seed or better to, 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 to win this John. I think the fourth seed, it makes it a close one that he might eke out. But if it's a third seed, I will I will walk away saying that he got this John sold in the bag. If they finish at the fifth or lower, is is JoJo got to play more? JoJo just got finished the season with games. Like we we on a streak right now. We won four in a row. I think he had good games on all of these draws. So it's really just got to be on some dominant. We clean house. Walk away with that number one seed. Like walk away. Like, not tiebreaker, not close draw, not come down to the last game of the season type shit. Got to be like a Sixers win away, the number one seed, maybe, you know, second best record in the league, third best record in the league. Because right now I feel like it's hovering around third or fourth. Yeah, I agree. I agree with all that, man. Um, Dame Lillard, I mean, Dame is the only person on that list who I like. A lot of people have been saying Giannis. But you don't want to give it to Giannis because it's like he won the last two. He not having a better year than he's had before. His team's not doing better than what they did before. Right. So I don't. I, yeah. I don't. I don't see Giannis in any situation getting a third one. I was. I, I would like. Like I said, the person who they would give it to on the, you know the 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 inside track, the Yeoman's work, the like the Aaron Rodgers MVP. It would be the Chris Paul John. Give it to the OG. His, his team was, you know, he's clearly the most valuable in the team in terms of you, him being him being on that roster, him playing those games, has changed the has changed that team. Like I said, they number yeah, two. He might be, and in all actuality, he might be the true MVP of the league. Chris Paul. Finally. They got they forty and sixteen. The Sixers is thirty nine and seventeen. So we right there neck and neck with him, and he's played way more games. Like I said, JoJo. Or not JoJo. Denver, if they don't got a better record than the Sixers, I'm, it's going to be hard for me to think that he get it, especially with Phoenix having a better record than them. Right. Yeah, I don't even think he should be up there. I think his numbers is just gaudy when you look at him on paper. But it's a lot of other people that it's when you MVP-ish, talk about value. It's MVP-ish, but they just – when you talk about value, though, like when you talk about value, and then one of the one of the main things that they like to do is give it to a winning team. I don't think that the Mavericks are that. They're not a losing team. Well, that's Denver. Think, that's Denver, not Mavericks. I'm talking. Oh, I'm talking about Luca. Oh, I was taking Luca out. Of, Luca's not in, in right next to me. Well, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I'm just justifying because I'm. You I mean just speaking to you while you even putting Chris Paul in there? That's what I'm saying. Like I'm, Luca, I mean, that's why Luca I'm can't be in there over Chris Paul, and he can't be in there over Damon to me. Yeah. Like, if you – I don't even know if I can put him over the freak just because 
they they record better, and I know he's. You know what I'm saying, Luca. It's his numbers is gaudy on paper. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm a, I'm in agreement with you. Like what's that face got the crazy numbers, Joker? But right. I also feel like, like I said, it's like they 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 kind of deep as a team. Like he like you you know what I'm saying. You look at when you look at them, you you like you looking at the Denver and you like, but Jamal Murray's probably the best player on the team, and then Michael Porter's probably the best scorer on the team. So you looking at that part, then it's like, oh damn, but y'all do got the Joker too. And he just leading y'all every stat. Like that's what it is. He leading them in every category, points, rebounds, assists, like all of that. That shit matter. Like he damn near averaging triple double type shit. Right. So it's like when you damn near average a triple double, but you not the best player on your team, it's hard for them to be like you hands down MVP. Like if I was a different person, I would be like, What the fuck are we talking about? Like, if I was a different fan, I'd be like, it's nothing to talk about. Look at his numbers. Look at our record when he plays. Like, what are we talking about? He's damn near averaging a triple-double. All right. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, he's not the best player on the team. No, I feel you, man. Like, you you deep down inside, I feel like Jamal Murray the best player on the team. Yeah, for sure. Especially, I think we just talked about playoffs, Jamal Murray, and right. seeing that shit. We seen what it look like when it get. We seen what, how Joker get when he get tight a little bit. Right. I'm saying, so yeah, but yeah, that's all I had, man. Um, I appreciate you, man. Heavy Sixers talk. We're gonna see how this NBA shit shapes up. We got the Warriors tomorrow night. Uh, I'm looking for a win. I don't yeah. care what Steph does, I'm looking for a win, man. Our next one gonna be post NFL, or you we gotta do another drum before the NFL draft. When is the NFL draft next weekend? Thursday, I think. Do that special edition NFL draft version. All right, we'll set it up then, man. Let's get it. Yeah, we have one just just for the NFL draft. Right. Maybe we do the uh, idea I had for the Zoom with the NFL draft. Oh yeah. We could probably fuck with that. We might have to give y'all that NFL draft live. We might gotta do that. We might gotta do that. I don't know, man, but it's in the works. Is it this Thursday coming up or next Thursday? I'm about to check the dates right now. Yeah. But y'all already know what's up, Town Tone, 444 Podcast. Check us out on COVID Chronicles Podcast. Me, OGEs, and Press Coast is on that one. Streets is talking with uh, Kyle. New episode with Cousin Alex. It's next Thursday. We got time. So we got time. We got time to set up this uh, NFL draft. Let's see if we got some football guys. I'll call Cousin Cliff up and see what's good. See if we can get some guys on the Zoom during the motherfucking draft and see what's good, man. But, uh, yeah, man, it's been a while. We missed y'all. We back. Gave y'all... A substantial episode this time, man. Um, hope y'all enjoyed it. Like, listen, subscribe. P, you got any last words, man? No, man. You already know, man. Sixers ready to show up, ready to do their thing. You know what I'm saying? Don't listen to the pundits. They <laughs> At talk, all. Especially the local pundits. They they hate yeah. Ben Simmons. That's all it is. Listen to us. Tell everybody listen to us, man, and follow us. We know what the fuck we talking about, man. And we don't be doing all that yelling and acting crazy. Real talk over here. You know what I mean? But until next time, it's the 444 Uptown Tone Press Coast. We holler at y'all, man. Peace. Peace.